Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 51 of the World of Sports podcast. I am your host, Diego Sandoval, joined, as always, um, by my co-host, Logan Ring. Logan, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? We've got a nice little episode for you today. Uh, It is Friday, September 10th. Um, We are going to be talking about the NFL. It is week one. Their uh, season was kicked off last night. Uh, for Thursday night football, as the Buccaneers took on the Cowboys, very good game, great game for the first game of the season, um, especially for fans who are starting to get into the sport. As Logan, I know you are. It's a great first game of the season. Uh, two really good offenses, um, and Tom Brady ended up doing Tom Brady things, and the Buccaneers uh, won the game. I think by two. I think it was what it hmm. what it was. Um, on a game-winning field goal. So can't really ask for much better on, on Thursday Night Football to kick off the season. Um, and this, t- uh, this episode, we're going to start a new weekly series um, in which we are going to pick the winners of every NFL game for the upcoming season. If we talked about it for every game for a long time, these podcast episodes would be ridiculous. So we may throw in some pointer points here and there about games, but really it's mostly just going to be who we have winning the games and then we'll move on. Um, if you saw on in our Instagram story yesterday, we both picked the Bucks. We both start off the season one and zero. Great start. Um, and I think uh, it was a poll on our Instagram. All but one picked the Buccaneers. Uh, my father. Uh, happy early oh, birthday! No. And I don't know why you picked the Cowboys. Um, but happy yeah. late birthday to my dad, by the way, if you're listening. And happy late birthday <laughs> to Chris. It's it's just birthdays galore. Um, but yeah, we're gonna pick our, our NFL um picks for the week, and then we each have two bold predictions loaded up that we're going to give you guys. Um, as you hear a car honking in the background. <laughs> um, and then we're going to talk about the American League wild card race, uh, move over to baseball. Nothing in the NBA. Again, it's that dead period. Um, but the AL wildcard race is getting interesting. We talked about the National League wildcard race last week. Um, not much has changed. It's pretty much the same narrative. But the American League wildcard has definitely changed in the past week a lot. Uh, so before we get into it, as always, follow us on our social medias. If you're watching on YouTube, they are down below. If you're listening, the World of Sports podcast, just look us up, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You'll find us there. So... Let's jump right into it with our NFL picks of the week. Um, we're gonna do. A, I think I'm gonna. We're gonna do posts every Saturday or Sunday mornings. That basically says our picks, so that we, you guys, can hold us accountable. And yeah, it should be fun. Uh, so, like I said, Buccaneers beat the Cowboys. Uh, we both had that correct. And moving on, uh, Seahawks are playing the Colts in Week One. Uh, in this game, I think it's two good teams, but in my opinion, there's just too many question marks around the Colts to start the season. So I have the Seahawks winning this one. I got the Seahawks too. Um, you know, before their quarterback asked for a trade, I guess maybe they'll win. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you missed that, that, that was one of Logan's bold predictions for the season that Russell Wilson will at some point want out of Seattle. <laughs> we'll see. Um, moving on, we have a matchup between two teams that I think are going to be very bad this year. And that is the Jaguars uh, versus the Houston Texans. I think there's a legitimate shot that the Houston Texans go 0-17. So I'm picking the Jaguars in this one. 
All right, I'm picking the Texans this one. Oh wow, okay. Yep. Good. Any, I'm glad we have some different stuff because a lot of these are just like the favorite. Any reasoning behind that? Uh, I don't know. I, I Trevor Lawrence, I don't know how well he's gonna do, but I mean the Texans suck too, so we'll see. Um, just thought I would go for maybe not the favorite for this one. <laughs> All right. Um, I like not going for the favorite, but uh, I honestly think the Texans are so far and away the worst team in the league <laughs> that I'm never going to place a bet on them. So I got the Jaguars. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to play very well. Um, stay tuned for my bold predictions. But, yeah, so we got a difference there. Um, and then we have the Battle of the Birds, uh, Falcons versus the Eagles. Uh, I think it's an upset, but I have the Falcons beating the Eagles in this one. It's in Atlanta. Um, I don't think both teams have – pretty poor defenses so i think it's going to be a shootout and matt ryan loves shootouts um and i like the falcons weapons a little bit more in this game so i got the falcons beating the eagles all right i got the eagles beating the falcons in this one uh to be honest i i don't have a ton of reasoning for most of these <laughs> i gotta watch these games i'm still trying to become a fan but at, at least we're not the same yeah all right um uh we have a washington football team versus the los angeles chargers i believe it is in dc um you go first you can go first for these next couple all right i got the chargers beating washington i know washington's got a good defense but who knows how their offense will be um and i like the chargers offense a lot more shout out to dom if you're listening um i'm rooting for you guys in this one um but yeah i just like the chargers offense more than washington's defense I've got the the football team in this one. I like the Washington football team defense a lot more than the Chargers. And I honestly think their offenses are pretty close. I, I like Ryan Fitzpatrick this year. I think he's a good quarterback. And they've got super young weapons on offense that I think are poised for good seasons. Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas, a tight end. I just really like this team. Um, and I love uh, betting against the Chargers. So I'm going to go with the football team over the Chargers in this one. Um, moving on, uh, a pretty big matchup between two teams that I think a lot of people expect to be solid this year. Um, and that's the Buffalo bills against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Logan, what you got? I got the bills beating the Steelers. I'm not a big Steelers fan. I feel like their record was a little deceiving, uh, last season. I know that the Browns destroyed them in the playoffs, which was awesome to see. Uh, big Ben is like 48 years old. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I just I'm not a fan of the Steelers, and I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year. Yeah, uh, there's question marks around the offense. A new running back, um, Big Ben again. Kenny still hold on. There's no shortage of weapons on that team, but I think if it comes down to a shootout, and I think it will because the Bills' offense is just that good, um, I think the Bills win this game. Uh, now, uh, moving on to a game that I think is an automatic, you don't even have to think about it when you pick this game. I have the 49ers beating the Detroit Lions. Yeah, same. And I think everybody, everybody who has somewhat of an inkling uh, about the NFL knows that this game probably won't be close at halftime. I'm sorry, Lions fans, but that's just how Whole it city is. of Detroit, man. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Um, moving on to another game that I think is pretty close to a lock. I don't want to call it a lock because it could be a good game. There's just so many question marks about one of these teams. Um, it's the Minnesota Vikings going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, 
I have the Vikings in this one. Again, like I said, there's so many question marks around the Bengals. Joe Burrow coming back, he hasn't looked very good in training camp. Jamar Chase hasn't looked very good. And I, I'm pretty excited to see the Vikings this year. They're, I think they're going to be a decent team. They could fly under the radar. I don't know if they can win that division. If all goes right, they definitely could. But I've got the Vikings in this one. Yeah, same. I feel like the Bengals, a rookie, or I guess he's not a rookie anymore, but the man didn't play a full season yet. Coming off the injury, like he said, I just don't see them having a great season this year, and then the Vikings are going to be good again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll throw this to you for your, your pick first. Uh, two teams with brand-new quarterbacks to their system. We've got the Carolina Panthers and Sam Darnold going up against Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. Yeah, I got the Panthers beating the Jets in this one. Man, New York, I'm sorry. Your football team suck. Uh, we'll see. Maybe they'll be better this year, but I just believe in the Panthers a little more. I definitely see the Jets being better this year than they were last year. It's hard to get much worse. <laughs> but, I mean, they brought in a new coach, a new quarterback. It's it's a whole new system, and I, I like the direction they're going, but I just don't see them getting off to a hot start. And I think it, they're in the middle of a rebuild, and they know it. Um, this year is kind of a, a progress year for Zach Wilson. So I'm going to go with the Panthers as well. I like the, the weapons on offense uh, for Sam Darnold. Now, a game that I am projecting to be an absolute shootout uh, is the Tennessee Titans going up against the Arizona Cardinals, two very high-powered offenses. Um, But I have the Titans winning this one. I really like their offense this year. Two stud-wide receivers in Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. One of the best, if not the best, running backs in the league in Derrick Henry. And Ryan Tannehill is a very good quarterback. So I like the Titans in this one. I got the Cardinals, just kind of wanted to pick another upset. Uh, I saw it was going to be a shootout probably. Their defenses are not going to stop each other. Um, I just like Kyler Murray. I think he's going to do great this year. I think he can surprise some people by even putting up better numbers than last year. Um, And, yeah, I think it'll be a fun one, though. Yeah, I I think it definitely will. If you have guys uh, from either of those teams on your fantasy teams, you are going to be happy this week, I think. Um, And in another game that I think will will produce a lot of fantasy points and points in general um is the kansas city chiefs against the cleveland browns uh i'll kick it to you because since (laughs) you uh have some stake in this one all right unfortunately i'm picking the chiefs to beat the browns in this one i want to go with my team but even in the playoffs last year we had a couple things go right one absolutely terrible call that should have been a touchdown but whatever Uh, i mean (laughs) patrick mahomes was injured and we still couldn't really get it done uh, I just don't see it happening. The Chiefs are just so well built. Um, their offense is absolutely insane. I think that the Browns are really deep pretty much everywhere, but I just don't see the Chiefs losing this one. Yeah, uh, I've got the same. The Browns uh, got better, I would say, this offseason, but so did the Chiefs. Uh, and and you to think that the Chiefs from last year are a better team this year, I mean, they brought in three guys, three offensive linemen who – our former all pro lineman, like, okay. Add another element to that offense. Like they're just, they're so good. Um, they're my pick for the AFC championship uh, team winner. Uh, so I have the chiefs beating the Browns in a game, in a game that could very well be a playoff preview um, that we see down the stretch. So it should be fun. Um, a divisional matchup uh, between two AFC East teams. 
Mac Jones will make his debut up against Tua Tagovailoa and the Dolphins. I don't see Mac Jones getting a win in his first start. I've got the Dolphins in this one. They've got a really tough defense. And as much as I don't know if Tua is fully there yet, I think he's more there than Mac Jones is. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Yeah, I kind of had the same exact reasoning. I got the Dolphins being the Patriots. A lot of people are sort of giving up on Tua already, but I feel like that's pretty early for, for that. Um, so I hope he has a good year. Yeah, um, I definitely agree that he. it's too early to give up on a player, but he definitely hasn't shown yet that he's going to be yeah. the guy. So we'll see. Again, I think they give him at least one more year to, to figure it out. Um, now, in a game that I think is going to be interesting, uh, I'll let you pick first. Uh, and that is the New York Giants going up against the Denver Broncos. Yeah, so I actually have a bold prediction for this one. I'll get into it later. Uh, but I got the Broncos winning. I just think their defense is so good. Um, but, yeah, I, that, that's basically my entire reasoning. You'll see what my prediction is. But I just think their defense is going to completely stop them. Yeah, um, I got the same pick. I, I have the Broncos winning the game. I think it's going to be a good game. That's why I call it interesting. It's two teams that, like, their fans are pretty optimistic about them this year, but I just don't know if they end up panning out either of them. The Broncos have an amazing defense, um, and the Giants have just a, a subpar offense. Saquon Barkley is going to be hurt. I mean, I think he's going to try to play, but even if he does, he's not going to be the Saquon Barkley we know. Daniel Jones isn't a good quarterback. I just think – I think it, it very well could be a game in which neither team scores 20 points um, because the Giants have a solid defense and not a lot of people talk about. And that offense is still trying to figure it out with Teddy Bridgewater. But I have uh, the Broncos beating the Giants just on the sole fact that their defense is better than the Giants defense. Moving on to a game that features two teams that will be interesting to watch down the stretch this season. And that is the green Bay Packers and the new Orleans saints uh, saints no longer with drew Brees. They are going to be running Jameis Winston out there and the Packers have this kind of last dance uh, aroma around them. That's kind of what they're, what they're deeming their season. Um, Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be his last year in green Bay. And it, it's becoming more and more likely that it's going to be Devontae Adams uh, last season in Green Bay as well. So I think they, they have this perfect kind of storyline to say, we're going to go out there and we're going to win and then we're going to leave. And I think it'd be cool to see, to, to be honest. I know you have them making the Super Bowl, um, but I like the Packers this year and I like the Packers in this game. Yeah, same. I think their team just the top guys are all there. And then the Saints obviously have a new quarterback. So I think there's going to be question marks there. Uh, both teams that I think are going to do really well. I just like the Packers more. Yeah. Uh, the Sunday night football matchup. It is a battle of two, two good defenses and kind of a lopsided offensive affair, in my opinion, it will be. And that is the Rams against the Chicago Bears. The Los Angeles Rams, if you missed last episode, are my Super Bowl pick. So I'm going to go with the Rams here. Same. I think that the Bears are just, I mean, they have another rookie quarterback who's my pick for offensive rookie of the year in fields, but I just don't see them beating a team like the Rams right now. Yeah, and Andy Dalton is starting the season at that position for them. And he, he he'll do okay, but the Rams defense is going to, I think shut down that offense. Um, 
So, yeah, Rams over the Bears. And that takes us to the Monday night football game. The Baltimore Ravens will be traveling into Sin City, Las Vegas, to take on the Raiders. And this is a game that is interesting all of a sudden because the Baltimore Ravens started out the season. All right, J.K. Dobbins is our running back, torn ACL. Okay, Justice Hill and Gus Edwards, going to be a two-man show. Justice Hill, torn ACL. Gus Edwards, torn ACL. They don't have a running back on their team, and they are a very rush-heavy team. Oh, and, and by the way, I, I have no doubt in my mind that the Browns are the front runners to win this division now. Um, I, I picked the Ravens last week, but again, that was before everything. Um, and the, Raven, the Ravens also just lost Marcus Peters to a torn ACL, their best cornerback. Like this team is depleted, and I think if they have, if they're running out at uh, offensive running backs that have been on the team for five days, I don't think it's going to be pretty. I I'm going to go with it because they're my team. I have the Raiders beating the okay. Ravens on Monday Night Football. Yeah, I I got the Ravens beating the Raiders. I mean, it's kind of the safe pick, but yeah, all the injuries adding up, it really sucks to see. Um, but I mean, Lamar Jackson, he's a smart guy. I mean, like he's, he's going to find openings. I think he is their best running back right now, yeah. even though he's the quarterback, like that's a joke, but it's honestly true. I think he was um, before the injuries. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think it just comes down to him. Obviously. I mean, the quarterback is huge in every game, but like he's got to do a, a lot more now and the defense can focus on him, but if he finds guys open, they're going to send more people on him. So he just has to do that. I just like the Ravens more uh, in yeah. this. I, I don't like the Ravens in general, but, um, you know, I have to go with them. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, before the injuries, there was no doubt about it. It was going to be the Ravens that I would pick. But this gives a glimmer of hope, and I'm going to grab onto it. <laughs> um, so I've got I, I got to pick the Raiders at some point, you know. Um, so those are our NFL picks. Again, there will be a post going up. We're going to be going head-to-head all season. Um and whoever has the best record at the end, I don't know, gets bragging rights or it something. It better be you. I have no pressure in this. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> but then again, you know, upsets happen, and 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 we shall see. Um, but looking forward to this upcoming season, uh, it's going to be a fun one, as we already saw by Thursday night. But sticking in the NFL, we are going to do our bold predictions. Um, we have two each for this upcoming week. And, hey, maybe we'll even keep track of how many of these we get right. Um, they're supposed to be uh, generally uh, pretty bold, so that we may not get any right, but who knows. Uh, I'm going to go first with the Tennessee Titans, and I've, I have them scoring more than 40 points against the Cardinals this week. I mean, 40 points is a lot of points to, 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 to put up as, a, as an offense, but I honestly think this game could be – 42 to 35 uh, and I wouldn't be surprised so I like the the, the weapons on that offense uh, I think the Cardinals are going to score a lot which means the Titans will have to score a lot um, so I got a big game coming for Tennessee yeah I got a really weird one for this one um, I don't this is this is a very bold prediction just because it's weird but I got Baker and Patrick Mahomes both having a rushing touchdown this week uh, I think Baker okay. has one rushing touchdown in his, his entire career so far. Um, so it's probably not going to happen. Patrick Mahomes a little bit better. Um, I think the like one hole in the chiefs, I guess, entire game is 
their defense a little bit, even though it's not bad. I mean, their offense is just, you can't stop that. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I it's, it's very bold, but I think it'll be exciting. Baker had that one rushing touchdown against the Ravens in that game where Lamar got one and then Baker just ran in threw the ball in the back. I think it's fun. Hopefully this will be a fun game. I think it will be. I mean, it's, it's uh, the rematch of probably one of the greatest college football games we've ever seen. Um, <laughs> Mahomes and Mayfield, 66 to 59, <laughs> Oklahoma versus Texas Tech. In no way am I saying the final score is going to be close to that, but <laughs> I think there's going to be some some fun stuff happen in this in this matchup. Uh, my my second bold prediction comes from the Jaguars Texans game, and I have rookie quarterback Trevor Lawrence throwing for 300 yards and three touchdowns in his NFL debut. I think he has a big game against the worst defense in the NFL. Um, if you're Trevor Lawrence, I don't think you can ask for a better situation um, for your first game in the league. Yep, I like that. Um, so mine, uh, this might be a little, I don't know how bold this is, you can tell me, but I got the Broncos defense not allowing a single touchdown in the game versus the Giants. Um, so I just low scoring game is what I'm predicting, but yeah. I'm, I, I just don't think that they're going to score a lot. Obviously we, we both said that they would score under 20 each, but I I'm guessing they'll score like six or nine, but we'll see. I just really like their defense. Um, the giants, I don't really know about, but, um, you know, I'm excited for this game just to see if this is right, even though it's probably going to be very low scoring and honestly pretty boring, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, the Giants have one of the worst, if not the worst, offensive lines in the league and one of the worst, if not the worst, starting quarterbacks in the league. Um, and throw on that one of the worst, if not the worst, uh, wide receiver <laughs> cores in the league. Uh, and throw on to that that their star running back is not healthy. Um, that team is, is going to struggle out the gate. I, I think they could be all right down the stretch if their defense can can improve and they're young so they definitely can but uh the broncos defense i think is going to dominate uh this week so yeah that those are our bold predictions um i may include those in the post about our our picks we shall see stay tuned for that um but i've got the titan scoring more than 40 and trevor lawrence having a big game 300 yards three touchdowns You've got Baker and Patrick with both the rushing touchdown and the Giants not scoring, not getting into the end zone. Um, so, yeah, that's all we got for the NFL. Again, week one is this week. Super exciting stuff. Um, should be a great season. The biggest season ever. We've got 17 games this year. Um, so, yeah, let's let's move on to the final again. But just reminder, NBA, nothing has happened. I think the one thing that might have happened in between the last two episodes is DeAndre Jordan became official, uh, got signed to the Lakers. But I think we had talked about that as a rumor already. Yeah. Um, but he's on the Lakers. So they got older and also better. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to the MLB. And that is the American League wildcard race, what we're going to talk about. Um, I think right as of right now, most of the divisions in the American League are pretty secure. Um, the Central is for sure. Mm -hmm. The East pretty much is. The West is the one that's that, that might get close. What is it at? Are you looking at it right now? Yeah, Houston has a record of 81 and 58. Here, let me go to the divisional. And then Oakland, uh, 76 and 64, five and a half games back. Okay. So 
there's like 20 games left in the season. So that, yeah. that would take a, a run by both teams, good and bad. So I think the, the divisions are pretty set in the American League. Um, but the wild card is definitely not set. As of right now, I'm just going to run through it. The Red Sox hold the, the first wild card. They're up a half a game uh, with a record of 80 and 62. The Yankees are clinging on to that second wild card spot. They are 78 and 62. Um, but the Toronto Blue Jays, who we would talk, be talking mostly about here, are 77 and 62 and are just a half game back of the second wild card spot. And then there's the A's and the Mariners, who both have records of 76 and 64, and they're just two games back. So even though this is uh, it's being widely talked about as just an AL East battle, those two AL West teams are there too, and it's very it's very possible that a two game swing can put them into a wild card spot. Um, but the main storyline here is the Yankees and the Blue Jays. The Yankees are two and eight in their last ten and have lost six straight. Uh, this is, has been just a roller coaster season for New York. It's like the highest of expectations at the beginning of the year, just on their way, just not doing what everyone thought getting injured, but everybody kind of expected the Yankees to get injured. (laughs) And it was like, Oh, this isn't even a playoff team. And then they won like 14 straight. And then it was like, Oh, they're coming for the top wild card, if not the division. And now they're back down to almost falling out of the wild card race. I just yep. this team, I don't even know. It I don't they have so much talent on their team too. It's just like if one guy is doing bad, he makes everybody else do bad, and then something happens and they all do good again. I really can't explain it. It's just like a weird New York thing where they have such highs and lows at the same time. Like they've lost six in a row, and like you just said before that it was they were like 14 and one or something. Like it's crazy that they've changed so much and they have like, like they brought in Joey Gallo. They brought in Anthony Rizzo. I mean, those guys aren't doing terribly. It's just like, they haven't been able to put it all together. Their offense is just terrible. Some days their pitching is terrible. Other days, a role Chapman is not good since the sticky stuff things. Um, I don't know what's up with that. Uh, but yeah, the blue Jays, I mean, I'm really excited for them. I really like this team. They have so many offensive weapons. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is not even like the favorite for MVP and he might even get the triple crown. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Like everyone in their lineup is just so good. Um, Their bullpen is the one thing that I'm worried about. They are not very good at all. Um, Their starting pitching is okay. Sometimes good, sometimes terrible. Um, But their offense is just kind of carrying them and they've won eight in a row. So that ground that they've made up on the Yankees is insane because they were just like seven games back from it. Uh, but yeah, I'm honestly, I would predict Toronto to move into that wild card spot at this point. Yeah. Um, and back to the Yankees. I mean, they just got swept by the Blue Jays. So though they were both yeah. part of their, their streaks. <laughs> so if you're wondering who's better head to head, that series just told you. For the Yankees, I feel like the only solid person that is that like you're confident when he's throwing the baseball is Garrett Cole. And it seems like he's on the IL for whatever reason yep. every three weeks. Um, which in my opinion really hurts him in the American League Cy Young race. And speaking of the American League Cy Young race, I think the Blue Jays have the front runner right now, and that is Mr. Tight Pants Robbie Ray. <laughs> I mean, he he he's been a mediocre pitcher his entire career, and he comes to the Blue Jays 
slaps on those double extra small pants <laughs> and just is carving up pitch like hitters. Like this Blue Jays team for so many, you know, this, this whole season, really, it's been, we have all the hitters in the world. Like we have all the offensive talent we could, we could ask for like Marcus Simeon, Teoscar Hernandez, Vladimir Guerrero, Jr. Bo Bichette, uh, Kevin Biggio, like George Springer. This team has offensive depth, but it was always a question of can their pitching hold up? And Robbie Ray said, I'm going to, you know, carry this team down the stretch. And he's carrying as much as a starting pitcher can carry a team. We know that you can't, I mean, you're starting every five days, but when you have almost a solidified win every five days, that gives you a lot of confidence as a team. Um, I mean, Hinjin Ryu hasn't really translated from last year. I think he was second or third in Cy Young voting. Um, I mean, he, he has the potential to be a very good pitcher. We all know that. Um, and their bullpen has held up. I'll, I'll say that they've held up during this stretch that the Blue Jays have had. Um, they've just been terrible this season, really. Um, but with the way the momentum is shifting and that this team is kind of starting to put the pieces together. I mean, we, we picked the Blue Jays to be a wildcard team from the beginning of the season. And it was kind of a disappointment all year, but they're, they're, they're starting to play like the blue Jays. We expected them to be. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I also want to just say like, shout out to the Rays. Like oh my God. the Yankees won like 14 games in a row. And then the Rays just went on like a 18 gained, and two run at the yeah, same time. Like they gained like one and a half games. <laughs> yeah. And, and zero people care. Like no one talks <laughs> about the Rays. They, they have no fans. It's really sad, but they're so good. Dude, that's terrible that the Rays are not even they're feel I think it's like they've been pretty consistent at like 25% capacity. That's bad. Uh like they're they're one of the best. I think they're the they have the they're tied with the Dodgers for the second best record in the MLB right now, or they're close. Like what? <laughs> I have bad. more fans. Tampa Bay has the best sports teams. They they're just yeah. one in the NFL. Um or in the yeah yeah in yeah, hockey NFL, too and then yeah the Tampa Bay Lightning just just yeah won, like they just made the World Series I, it's it's bad I don't even know how they have a baseball team to be honest but the Rays are fun so yeah and shout out my only award pick that didn't get hurt this year <laughs> uh, Wander Franco is playing like an absolute animal right now like he's a damn near forty game on base streak like it's crazy he I I, I don't think he'll I think he'll get maybe some votes for AL Rookie of the Year. Um, but I think it might be a little bit too late, the stretch that he went on, but it's still a, 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 a historic stretch. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he was the number one prospect in baseball, so it's kind of like, oh, he's doing number one prospect in baseball things, but nobody has ever done this before at how young he is. Yeah, he's 20. Um, so, yeah, that guy's going to be very good for a, a very <laughs> long time. Franco, a Rosarena. Yeah. It's just going to come down to what the Rays do in terms of um, money, because as we know, they have the, they have money to spend, but they just don't like it, which is why I like to spend it, which is why a lot of people are, are starting to move in favor of a salary floor in the MLB, which they don't have right now, which basically means you have to spend this much money on your team. And it, it, it basically prevents from teams like the Rays 
basically saying, oh, you're good now. Okay, bye. Like it, 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 it encourages people to keep homegrown talent is basically what it is. Um, like the A's would be another team that's pretty affected by it. They're, they're historically very good at developing talent. And then once they become talented enough to get paid the big mm. bucks, they get rid of them. Or the Indians just trading away all of our top guys. Right. Um, but a, a salary floor would definitely help that. Um, it would force teams to, to be better, which I feel like, why wouldn't teams be in favor of it? I don't yeah. know. Um, again, it hurts when you're the Rays and you're not getting anybody coming to your game. So it's tough to even make money, but they were the American league champions last year. Like this is a good organization <laughs> um, that nobody's really talking about when you, when you're talking about the best organizations in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of organizations in baseball, the Seattle Mariners have a legit chance of making the playoffs, which they haven't done in 20 years. <laughs> it's weird. They're, they're a negative 53 run differential, which does not mean you should have a record of 76 and 64. It really, they get blown out sometimes and they win by a couple runs, but they've consistently done it. They're seven and three in their last 10. Um, I have not watched a lot of Mariners games, but I mean, whenever I have, they've been fun. Um, and they got a lot of young talent on this team too. So I'm excited to see what their future is. The Yank, the, the, I mean, the Mariners, excuse me, have probably one of the best futures uh, in terms of like the entire MOB. This team is full of young talent and they have, I, I'm pretty sure it's top five, if not top three prospect, like the farm systems in baseball. Like they are, they're up there. Um, Kyle Lewis is, is a stud in center field. Jared Kalenic hasn't been as advertised this year, um, but he still has a lot of room to grow. They've got like three really good pitchers in double A, triple A. So if this team can make the playoffs this year, I think Seattle fans, the organization should be ecstatic because mm-hmm. if, they, if they can make the playoff with guys that are so young, I'm, I, I mean, this team is, closer to being contenders than we think if they can make the playoffs this year because they're two games back right now it's not a long shot two games and a lot of people figured okay the mariners are about three to five years out if they make the playoffs this year that timeline goes down to one to two to three years out from being legitimate contenders and i mean seattle baby like they haven't been good in our lifetimes like (laughs) that's just a fact so you know, who knows if the Mariners are going to Mariner, but it, it's it's good to see them up here, uh, at yeah. least in the discussion. Yeah, I got some new news also for the NBA. It's small, new but news. it's kind of funny. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, Marcus all <laughs> traded to the Grizzlies for a 2024 second-round pick. Uh, he's going back to the Grizzlies. Shout out to him. That's kind of a funny trade because – he was on the Lakers in like 2012, I think it was, when he was traded for – or no, 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 it was like 2008. But when he got traded for Pau Gasol mm-hmm. and it was just like a ripoff, but he ended <laughs> up being really good for the Grizzlies. Um, so he's going back there. I feel like he he should retire there. So, yeah, that's that's an exciting spot for that him. That gives off the aura of um, one last dance with his old team. Yeah. Um, good he, for he, him. He, yeah, good for him. I mean, he's – he was – decent for the Lakers last year but there were just points in the season where it was like oh Mark like he just did not fit yeah he just didn't work um 
But yeah, I, I think Marcus all goes there to retire. <laughs> yeah. And then the last team we haven't talked about before we're, we finish up with this short little episode, um, the Oakland Athletics. So we both had the A's winning uh, the American League West this year. Uh, but if we're being honest, the Astros offense has just destroyed the league basically like they they haven't been a ridiculously you know overpowered team but that offense has done a lot for for the limited pitching that that team has so as much as I hate to say it shout out the Astros are having a great season the A's though I think they're kind of a disappointment this year at, at yeah. 76 and 64 um they went out and made a great acquisition with Starling Marte, but I felt like they gave up a lot more than they should have in Jesus Lazardo, who was one of their top arms. Don't get me wrong, Starling Marte has been phenomenal for them. I don't think people talk about it enough that he has like 43 stolen bases. Like, yeah. He's leading the league. <laughs> like he's done great things for that team, but they just haven't, I, I don't know, they just haven't put it together to make this push. Yeah, their pitching is about like as average as it gets. Um, and then they're, I, I mean, I thought the offense was going to carry them a little bit more. They hit a lot of home runs, but their average is not very good. I mean, they, they, I don't know. It's, it's tough because like, it's almost like this team is top heavy. Um, it's just kind of weirdly built in my opinion, because they have like a lot of holes in their offense. Uh, and when the top guys aren't getting it going, it's kind of tough for the other guys too because they just don't get a lot of hits, honestly. Uh, and then they're pitching. I mean, it, it can win some games, but it's just not like anything special. So their hitting is really what has to propel them there. And I mean, they've just been consistently sort of good. Uh, and that's just not really going to get you in the wild card race. If like, I mean, if, if the Blue Jays or some team like that is just a lot hotter at that time. Uh, I mean, they're, they're still really close to it, but I, I just don't know if this team can really make that push. Yeah, and shout out Matt Olson. He was the number eight first baseman going into the season for both of us. I think he jumps into my top five. Uh, mm-hmm. He's been one of the best, if not the best, defensive first baseman in the league, and he's raking. Uh, so he's kind of, you know, you mentioned top heavy. He's their their guy, basically, where if he's not going, they're not going, really. I mean, he's leading in every single offensive statistic except for stolen bases. Like it's the Matt Olson show in Oakland. Um, Matt Chapman has been underwhelming for sure. Like he's going to continue to give you the defensive prowess that he always does. But if you're hitting 222 with an OPS in the 700s, you can't be the second best hitter on a team and, and expect the team to be good. Right. So the A's, I say have I would say have very much underperformed this year, which sucks to see. I feel like I always love to see the A's do well because it's yeah, it's the A's. Like it's always they always come to the season spending four million dollars on their team and then they end up being winning their division. Like it's good to see the A's on top, but they're I just don't see them being a playoff team this year. Yeah, me either. Um we didn't really even talk about the Red Sox. They got one game above the Yankees. They're in that yeah, number one spot. They're holding on for yeah, dear I, life. I don't it, – it's weird because they have they haven't been bad, like, very recently. But before that, they went on that terrible stretch. 
and that just like it seemed like they were just gonna have that number one spot like it, they just, it was clear that they were gonna get that um but now they're only one game up and other teams are pushing for that spot um it it's tough i i think they will hold on but it's it's gonna be really close their offense has been a little bit shaky their pitching has not been good the entire year um but yeah we'll see yeah i mean with the way the red sox are looking chris sale just got covid um he was he came in and looked like chris sale which was huge for them considering they were a team basically carried by their offense um it, it turns this into a situation where i wouldn't be surprised if any of these five teams were the wild card team in in, in any position like yeah we just said the a's are shaky but so is really all of the all of these teams are very hit or miss and I think they have been all year. And I guess that's kind of the essence of a wild card team. But to have five teams that are within two games, two and a half games, mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to watch for sure. Um I'm trying to think, I feel like there's something else I wanted to say about uh, maybe not the Red Sox. All right, well, let's go with your, your AL wildcard predictions. Who do you think gets in there? I think it is going to be – oh, this is so tough. I think the Blue Jays are one of the teams. And I'm going to go – I think the Chris Sale injury really – COVID placement really hurts. I'm going to go Blue Jays-Yankees. I, that's exactly what I was going to do. I think the Blue Jays might actually get that number one spot, though. I don't. It doesn't really matter to be. I mean, Dude, get I, the home field, but I would love to see a wild card game in Rogers Center. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh that that they've always been fun. Every yeah. single time it's been fun. Um, I just like this Blue Jays team the most out of all of these, and they've yeah. been the best. Read more or, I mean, in the last ten games, they're nine and one. I don't think they're slowing down. Uh, I think they're the most fun right now. The Yankees can be really fun, but like. Then they're straight up depressing the next day and their fans are booing them. That's just New York. Um, but yeah, I think the Yankees will figure it out. Hopefully. I mean, they're my pick for the world series. I'm not a Yankees fan, but like <laughs> maybe it'll happen. Who knows? Um, wild card teams have been there before, uh, but this is a really exciting race. Uh, all five of these teams can make it. The Indians sitting at the sixth spot. That sucks. That is the worst spot to be in. Um, but yeah, these five teams, all could make the playoffs, and that's exciting. Yeah. Um, I remember what I wanted to say. The Red Sox turned into the team that Dodger fans hoped the Giants would. The Giants and Red Sox yep. were on this similar kind of track for all season. Teams really overperforming. And the Red Sox came back down to earth, and the Giants just said, nope, we're going to keep keep going. Um, so Giants – Giants are still the best team in the league. Dodgers Padres series this weekend is going to be big, I think, because if the Dodgers sweep like they did last um, last series and the Reds win one game, the Reds have that spot. And they have the potential, the, the Padres do, of going down two to three games, depending on what the Reds do. Um, and the Dodgers, I think, are in pretty much must-win mode for the rest of the season, <laughs> which is crazy to say. With Giants 20, just don't lose, with, but yeah, it's, and and it's almost like when the Giants do lose, the Dodgers lose. So it's real. It's just like been impossible to make up ground. 
Giants Cubs has started now uh, at zero zero, but we shall see. the The MLB season is twenty games away from playoffs. I'm pumped. MLB, <laughs> NFL, NBA is coming soon. Uh, it's a great great day to be a sports fan. Yep. Um, but anyways, yeah, this was a fun episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you listened this far, we love you. Um, go ahead and comment. Uh, comment a bold prediction. Do something about the NFL. Comment something about the NFL. Um, anyways, follow us on our social media. As always, uh, check it out. We're going to do some posts leading up to NFL Sunday. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and for my co-host, Logan Ring, my name is Diego Sandoval, signing off. Signing off.